What's up, Alphas? It's your boy, Alphas. Mate, you know how we do. We looking cute. We looking clean. And we looking sexy. And we're here to talk about the NBA playoffs. We in the conference finals. Things are going down. D-Book with the broken nose. Pat Bev found out how to stop a star player. All you got to do is break his nose. We got the Hawks <laughs> and the Bucks. The, Buc the Bucks look like they took it to the another level. Nate McMillan says another level. You got to go to. Will the Hawks figure it out? Trade rumors going crazy today. Players don't like each other. New coaches coming in. WNBA showing pure basketball skill, which was amazing. Simone Biles doing gymnastic, amazing things. And I am here today joined by a legend himself. Trey, how you doing today, my guy? Man, I'm good, my guy. What's going on, man? What's good? And we out here, we blessed. We about to get straight to it. Let's, let's go. All right, first off, we got to talk about the game tonight. We filming this before the Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee game. I want people to know that. We're going to talk about yeah, the game tonight. It's the game tonight. The Suns versus the Clippers. Clippers in a must win, as ESPN says. Even though I don't understand why. Of course, it's a must win. They lose, they out. So, they have no choice. But yeah. it is a must win. I need to know your thoughts on this series, Trey. What's going to happen? What you feel? What must happen? What, what the Suns have done well? What the Clippers have done well? What they can improve on and how can this series turn around or how can phoenix end it yeah man so the clippers you know they they made some adjustments out the game too you know all the games been close but the clippers made some adjustments to get the w and to be competitive in game four you know so that on the positive note the clippers have hung in there with the people that they have the players that they have um but on the other note you know it's it's the paul george thing you know, once again, you know, he, he failed them in game four, you know, didn't come through. And, uh, you know, now they're in, the, in that bad position, that 3-1 position. Uh, with Phoenix, you know, they just stuck they just stuck to their plan. You know, stuck to their plan, um, feed Aiden. You know, Aiden's been having a, a, an incredible series. You know, now we're considering him top five big in the league, for sure. For sure. So um, to win those two games without Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker with the broken nose, and uh, you know just to just to be in, just to be up three one right now just shows you how great of a coach Monty Williams is, and how great of a player DeAndre Ayton. For sure. Yeah, that is true. DeAndre Ayton have been has been huge in the series. He consistent twenty and fifteen. What do you have? Twenty two yeah. rebounds yesterday. Yeah, ate the boards. Yeah, ate him. Ate him. He is playing huge for them, getting all the rebounds, making up for all those misses. Cause that game was full of misses. It just one team had Aiden, other team did not. Exactly. As you stated, Paul George. What was the stats? He was 0 for 12 in the fourth quarter or mid third. Yeah, I know. Um, with 10 minutes left, uh, from then on, he was 0 for 6 and 4 for 9 from the free throw line. Yeah. So a lot of misses. I saw you say on Twitter, follow Trail Twitter's right above him. But yeah, I heard you state that if he hit those five free throws, they win the game. That's how that's how struggle it was for scoring. It was an old school basketball game. The referees mm -hmm. wasn't calling those fouls like they normally do. So a lot of players got if y'all ain't hitting shots, it don't it don't look as well because y'all don't really have moves like go-to moves 100 percent secure without hitting shots 
that's the new age NBA. So we saw a little look at it, how it might be next year with the rule changes. But yeah, we saw a bunch of people miss shots. Booker was what? Five for 22. Yeah. Chris Paul, Chris Paul was six for 22. Oh, struggle. Paul George was five for 20. It was, it was a struggle when the shots not going down back. These games can get really ugly. By the way, I want to shout out their defense because the defense has played well. Absolutely. Um, we saw some open misses. I saw Crowder miss an open one. Bridges missed a couple. Yeah, Bridges missed a couple open ones. They wouldn't really let Devin Booker get free no matter what. They was chasing him everywhere. Chris Paul got to it. Yeah. And I don't want to take away from, you know, the player of the rest of the Clippers. You know, Reggie Jackson, uh, Terrence Mann, Zubar, you know, uh, Batum. You know, them boys have been playing good ball, you know, especially Mann and, and Reggie Jackson. Them boys have been going crazy, you know, uh, in their roles. But, you know, you when you have a player that's supposed to be a star, and that's the thing with Paul George, we have him in this star category. But we know that stars come through at least a while. You know, they don't make all the shots every time, but, you know, it got to be one time that you come through and you owe for two this series. So I don't I don't really understand what's going on with him, but, I mean, now they're down 3-1 with no Kawhi. Look like you're going home. Does um I'm pretty sure no one, if Kawhi was in that game last night, it wouldn't be 71-70 to 70 for four minutes. I can tell you that. No. Because he on no. that he on that level and he even proved it all through this playoffs. I'm pretty sure you upset with him for the Mavericks here. Oh, I mean, man, he I mean, you know, he did what he do. Yeah. You know, when we was uh three two, I knew it was sketchy. You know, like I mean, for with the player for singers and uh, you know, with the way Kawhi was going out there and Re- and Reggie Jackson, man, that was tough. No, that was tough, but I give Kawhi his credit. You know, he—I mean—he's one of those elite players, those Hall of Famers that's out there hooping right now. And you know, he—he he was doing his thing, but without him and with the way Paul George has been going, man, it's going to be tough for the Clippers, if, if not almost impossible, for them to come back for the three-one lead with the way that the Suns are playing. It is, and I—I know it's hard pressed for me to see. You're going to need three more games where Chris Paul and Booker struggle like this. And I I don't really see it, so I think they're I don't know. I, Booker took the mask off. I know that mask bothers shooters. People don't. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of casual basketball fans don't understand the difference between a mask and none mask. Breathing is important in any sport. I know if you play any sport on a high level, controlling your breaths is important, especially mm-hmm. for a rhythm player. So people like Booker, he used to coming off a screen, one two step, breathing. My breathing normal. Breathe right before you take a shot. Control your breathing. That's big for a track. They teach you the heavy in track. Control your breath. Football, that's hit big. I know. I don't know if people notice that. Cam Newton control his breath a lot before every play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, with a broken nose, that's going to be a problem. So, we're going to see how he does. Chris Paul getting back into shape. Again, again breathing. So, we're going to see how all that goes. But, yeah, Suns are a well-oiled machine who got every shot they wanted last night. But it just didn't go in. Clippers, it looked like they just be out there doing stuff. But shout out to Reggie Jackson. He from last yeah. year, from last year, the way he got criticized, 
Mm-hmm. This year is amazing. That's telling you every player to say what I always say, man. You keep stumping, something amazing happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's the yeah. any player that getting criticized by the fans or whatever this offseason. Hey, man, people got a short memory. They don't remember what you did last year for them. So they're going to criticize you this year, next year. Like for a long time, people was on PG net all last year. This year, especially in the first two rounds, he played pretty good and they was Love off it. of it. But the last two, game two and game four, people kind of back on his neck. So it's what you did for me lately. So Reggie Jackson is an example. Of that. Just keep stomping, man. You'll find, you'll find your lane and you'll keep doing your thing. But he been playing amazing. Yeah. Terrence Mann found his shot. Batum been playing good. Zubak being strong in the paint. He's still getting beat by Aiden, but Aiden just as more athletic. So yeah, that's another level. Yes, yeah, sometimes you just can't beat athleticism wise, and he just going over the top, bigger, quicker than you, quicker to the ball. Zubak is still playing pretty good though. He playing them pretty well. He just ain't letting them dominate like he did against the other series, but he's still getting his rebounds and stuff because he's quicker and. But it's hard for me to see how the Clippers can win this series. All George got to step up. They got to continue to annoy the young sons because it do, they do get in their hair a little bit and they start making yeah. mistakes. I seen Paul George push Booker and then all of a sudden you get a turnover the next drive. Little things like that because it, it affects their game. They get thrown off and they'll miss the next few shots once Patrick Beverly or... Oh, Joy, do a little sneaky little thing to Booker or Cameron Payne. They bump him in the shoulder randomly, and they still young. So outside of Chris Paul, that veteran presence beside him and Jay Crowder, it shows that you still shows, even though they are playing very well, really good basketball. So yeah, so what I'm saying is Clippers, keep doing what you're doing. Try to get Paul George going. Try to get a few more open looks for Kennard and other people. Because if Paul George get going, they'll open them up for them more. And your offense won't look so random. And to the Suns, just keep doing what you're doing and you'll hit those shots. Because most of those shots good looks. It just. That is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, playing Cameron Payne, the way that he changes the pace of the, of the game, that's, um, that's a definitely a plus for them. You know, it's a plus for the Suns. And um, you know, like like we were saying, you know, they are three one. So, um, you know, it's gonna be tough, man. People don't come out that three one hole. You know, you gotta be great to come out that three like or dock your coach. Like, or dock your coach. Yeah. You, you can you can come back from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, but yeah, man, the Suns the Suns are looking like they headed to the uh, finals. Chris Paul headed to his first finals, Devin Booker. Get to show what he got on the biggest stage, and uh, you know we go from there. Yeah. So again, I had to take the shot, Doc Rivers. He got he got to get some slander. Yeah, I don't think that he you know he wouldn't. He friends with all them people, so they don't want to slander him. But yeah, that he the only coach to lose multiple three one leads. He did it three times. <laughs> and three times in three different decades. And people felt um, that they try to blame the players, like. It's not Doc missing the free throws. You know, it's not Doc, you know, missing the assignments. But, man, it's not a coincidence. (laughs) You know, it's not a coincidence. By the way, seven of the ten double-digit leads, biggest leads lost this year. I mean, this season, the last two seasons, all Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. Seven of the ten of them. Philly and Clippers, that's two different teams. How did you do that seven times out of ten? Lee lost 
because he had a 26 with the Philly. He had 22 with the Clippers. He had 19 with the Clippers. He had 18 with Philly. He had 16 with the Clippers. He had 12 with Philly. That's all. <laughs> the seven out of 10 biggest lead losses in the playoffs in the last two seasons. In and the playoffs. Doc, and, Doc, and that's two different teams. Now, it just ain't one team had most of them and the other team had one. No, it's split even. It's like 4-3, yeah. so... It's something he ain't doing. According to Paul George, he don't make adjustments. So Tyler Brown Lou is doing a way better job. So I don't. It might be. Awesome. Tyler Lou did a real good job game yeah. three. You know what I'm saying? I like what he did game three. Um, I like, um, you know, I like the way that he's switching up the starting five. You know, bringing Morris off the bench. You know, I, I like. I, I, I mean, I don't really have anything, you know, to say about Tyron Lou. I saw. I mean, you know, he's not going to drop a play. You know, like he not go, he not gonna put the ball in the basket with seven seconds left. But you know, this is more so on the players on the floor this time, as far as with the Clippers. It is like, man, you you got to make shots, man. Like this is what you're here for. You know, you can have whatever excuse you want to have, but yeah, that's what, you got to make the shots. Yeah, interesting stat too. Eighty-four points is the lowest score to win a game this whole season, regular season or playoffs. Postseason, eighty-four points. 84. How about that? It's the lowest winning score of the season. No one has had a. No one has scored that in a scoring lead. That's the most. And and Clippers at eighty, so they got to find some scoring. Mm. I know Kawhi ain't there. They got to find some scoring. They got to get that percentage up. I don't know what he. We'll see what Tyron Lue making his changes. But now we want to tell y'all to hit that follow button if you're on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Anchor, whatever place you listen to podcast, hit that follow button. If you're on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe. We're here every Monday with What's New 99 Sports. Tuesday, we will be here with Keep It 99. This week, we got Trail back for a special. Well, we talk Azale Theory, in which we talk about the media and how it affects athletes, celebrities, and everybody else, how they manipulate the system. And we'll have Wednesday, we have What's New 99 podcast. Interesting one this week. I want to talk about White Guilt, Pat Robinson. Did mention that hey, black people coming to get the whip from the white man and whip the white man. So I want to talk. We're gonna go deep into that because I want to understand his logic. And we're gonna talk about white guilt and how it affects Democrats, Republicans, and everybody in an interesting way. So that's gonna be a great discussion. And Friday, you know what we do every Friday. What's the trend? We talk about whatever trending that we that we if we don't talk about on this show, we talk about whatever trending on Twitter, Yahoo, whatever. And we are back. At it with Western 99 Sports. Here we are. We're going to talk about tonight's uh, tonight's game and mm-hmm. going forward in the series. For you people listening, that will be yesterday's game. We were recording this before that. Oh, while wow, it's going on. But Hawks, Bucks. Game two was wild. Trail, what you think about it? Man, game two was a wild. Game two is how it's supposed to go. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, y'all are supposed to go out there and do his thing. Drew's supposed to do his thing. You know, they didn't even get a really good one from Middleton. You know, they got the, I mean, they got the best big three going right now as far as, like, in the playoffs. Like, man, that's that's what's supposed to happen. You know, shit. <laughs> you know, that's it. And uh, like you were saying, you know, uh, before before we started, you know, it's another level. To this playoff games, you know, and and the Bucks could definitely hit that switch. They hit that switch game seven for sure against Brooklyn, and you know they hit it again, knowing that they don't want to leave the crib down 0-2. two. 
So, but if they could keep that switch, then you know it's, it's pretty much over with. I think they have seen it a couple times in the playoffs. They just seen it in halves with Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause Philly blasted them in the first half, and all of a sudden it just feeling like they forgot to play basketball, coaching and players not doing what they're supposed to do. But they right, seen right. it, and you see the dominance, and you be like, "This team is way better than this team." But but Atlanta fights; they don't quit. I'm gonna tell you one thing: Milwaukee is not Philly. Giannis might be the second hardest playing player I have ever seen in my life behind Russell Westbrook. Giannis, I saw Kenny say this. Yeah. I want to give him credit. He said Giannis, the only player I ever seen, if he make, if he shoot bad, he play harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, um Chuck said Charles Barkley. He said the um, the only two players that go hard every forty eight is Giannis and, and Russ. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I want to give them credit for that, but that is true. Giannis go hard the whole game. He don't care if he up 30. He going hard. All the problem we got with Giannis is he just take them stupid three. But that shows what Scottie Pippen said, too. He's not afraid to humiliate himself or take a dumb shot, but he going to keep going hard at you. you leave right, him. right, right. Yeah, but so I don't think you're going to get that layup. So Nate McMillan said it. He's like, we got to go to another level. We can't depend on them to quit or just be like, oh, we got this, like Philly, because Giannis ain't going to let his team do that. <laughs> right. And Giannis right. ain't injured like Embiid, so you got you to gotta start reaching that level consistently. You can't just be like, oh, they're going to let up and come back because, as Phil Jackson said, Doc Rivers' team seems to do that. That's mm-hmm. like, yo, that's, mm-hmm. that's 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 Phil Jackson arguing with Phil Jackson. He said in the 2010 finals when they were down 3 2. Yeah. So argue with them. So Atlanta do have to find that next level. To be honest with you, I I see Cam Reddish come back. Is Hunter coming back? Um, I don't know. Hunter might be a little ways out. Yeah. Um Cam came back. Um Cam just came back. I think it might have been his second game back. Yeah. Um, but they yeah. got it. The only hope I see if they can maybe get Hunter back and can hold off maybe another game, and maybe because Hunter and Cam are big, and they're gonna need that size, or they're just gonna get bullet. I'm sorry, you can't have hurting them on the court with that squad because they just gonna run through them. Yeah, too big, too much size, yeah, too so, much strength. And Hunter and Reddish are jack are gigantic, so they gonna need that size, and maybe Gallinari and have some other people step up. Um, they don't have mm-hmm. the mismatches the same way when they could get Gallinari on George Hill or Hubert on Seth Carey. That doesn't really happen with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So they got a problem with that because in Philly series, okay, Trey ain't going. Let's just get it to Gallinari. He's got George Hill on him. Gallinari going to score 18 points. Gallinari going to have a big dude on him too. <laughs> he might have P.J. Tucker or somebody on him. You know what I mean? Just right, right, right. Some big body. So he can't just bail him out like that. So that's the difference between these series too. But I feel like Trey got to figure out how to get 40 every night. And Drew, he might not be the defender Ben is per se. But he's still, if you give me a perimeter defender, he might be number two or three. Yeah, he up there. So he ain't he ain't much of a fall off. And then, like I said, they hold team defenders, unlike Philly, whom you can just bail out. And then all of a sudden, I got a double team off. All of a sudden, because in game five, I think they had game five, they had to put Ben on Lou Williams. 
because Lou Williams had 15 straight points. So then Trey got off. Mm -hmm. I don't. Milwaukee ain't glad that problem. They got a team full of defenders. So you might can mm -hmm. find Cunningham, but they'll hide Cunningham on somebody. But it's a yeah, and with with the um like with the Hawks, it's like you know I've been counting them out the whole playoffs. You know, even for New York, I'm like, man, they probably won't come out of that New York series alive. You know, and then definitely against y'all up there in Philly, like, man, that was supposed to be a wash. You know, so um, and even even game one, you know, like, man, you know, Bucks and four, you know, of course, you know, so I, you know, the majority of people have been counting out the Hawks, and I'm just I just been one of them people, man. So if I see the Hawks, you know, win, you know, another game. You know, that wouldn't surprise me, but at the same time, I'm still saying, you know, um, Bucks and five, for sure, Bucks and five uh, is over. I think Giannis, see the, he see the light now, um, knocking out the Nets. That pretty much opened up the floodgates. Um, knocking out the Nets and no LeBron and no Kawhi, and it, it's pretty much down here from there. I think, and Giannis does something that most people don't do. He's like, I don't play with my food, so I respect it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think Philly, Philly played with their food and got burnt, but I don't Because yeah. what every game, Philly up like 20 points every game and then loses them? It was crazy. Something like that, man. It but was up a lot. I want to shout out Nate McMillan because he does found mismatches. He did mm -hmm. it in New York. If it's a mismatch, he would, it'll be a dude you never thought would get just 20 points. Hubert uh, on, um, is it Herbert or Hubert? Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Herbert on Seth Carey was a big matchup he used in game seven and game five. A herder. 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 Oh, no, herder. No, Kevin no, herder. No disrespect. I'm just used to humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin Herder. But yeah, yeah. He, he used to, he found the mismatch. Yo, they got Seth Carey on him. Seth Carey's like five inches shorter. Yeah. He can shoot. Mismatch. Okay. A bench come in. George Hill holding Gallinari. Mismatch. Okay, we're going to take advantage of that. Little things like that. Nate McMillan has done an amazing job. He was doing an amazing job with Indiana. Mm -hmm. I want to get him and Monty Williams. They, they get fired a lot from job teams. They improve. And then the team get worse mm -hmm. after they leave. So I want to shout them to coaches. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't do it last week as I should because it was more about Ben Simmons and what Philly did wrong. So this week I want to make sure I show Nate love. Mm -hmm. And and also the reason why I said he ain't going to be able to find them mismatches with it's easy with Milwaukee. Yeah, like with Nate McMillan, I mean, look at the Pacers. They just hired a new coach. Portland, looking for a new coach. You know, and then you look at Monty Williams, the Pelicans, looking for a new coach. You know, like, they had their guys right there. You know, these two guys in the conference finals. And Monty with New so, Orleans was, what What were they, a ninth? What were they, a tenth seed? Like, a game out? Man, something around there, yeah. And now they weren't even close this year, so and now Zion wanna leave, so and yeah, you know you're not close because you're not even in the play in. Yeah. If you're not in the play in, that means you're not even close. Yeah. So, so so that's something like think about man I tell people to give Mark Jackson another chance. I know he said the unpopular situation and things, but hey man, gotta mm -hmm. Hey man, y'all keep hiring these coaches over and over again that ain't good and Y'all don't win, and then they want to blame everybody else. But it's a reason that coach have talent don't win. So I want to give Nate McMillan his flowers because Indiana was a talented team, and they didn't even 
they was they went from a four five C was a four C because they played Miami first, right? And Miami was the fifth right. C last year, so they was a four C right. and they went to not even making the playoffs. And the only difference in that whole team was Nate McMillan. Yeah. Even they, it it got different later. I know because they traded some pieces, but I'm just saying before that, mm-hmm. the only difference was Nate McMillan. Right. So yeah, we got to give him his flowers as he go. And now I want to get into some rumors today. We're going to. I want to talk about your team first. I got to talk about your team. I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm hearing Luke and Pazingas don't like each other. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, okay. Talk, yeah. What you, what you got, man? Pazingas got to get out of here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, ain't nothing else to it, man. I mean, it's just the reality of the sport, you know. I mean, whether you want to, I mean, I don't know what side you want to call it, the business side, I guess. But, man, Lucas the star. You know, he's the one that's selling the jerseys. He's the one that's filling the seats. And he's the one that's putting up the numbers. You know, that's our all-world player. So we need pieces that's comfortable being around that, you know. Do Luca not pass the ball as much as he should? I'm not necessarily not pass the ball, but you know, fine for singers as much as he should. Get him involved as much as he should. You know, that's up for debate. But the thing is, is that with, when you have a star, you have to make sure the star comfortable. Like teams do it for LeBron all the time. They do it for Dame all the time. You know, they do it for you know, um, you know, any star. You know, so. Um, yeah, that's what it is in Dallas. You know, they probably don't their playing styles probably don't match. You know, Przingis wanting the ball. You know, he want to score. He want to dominate the game, but that's not the situation that we have in Dallas. So, um, yeah, Przingis gone, man. <laughs> he out of there. Yeah, if Luca don't like yeah. Przingis, and Luca, that when the Luca contract coming around, oh, he got to go. He got to get out of here. He got, man, <laughs> whatever, whatever we got to do. To for Luca to sign that extension, that's what we gotta do, man. You know what I'm saying, so if he don't like somebody, I'm sorry, um, he the star, like you said. And Pazingas, I'm bro, you, we can talk about you, but bro, if we honest, you ain't you ain't healthy enough all the time. Yeah, he's not healthy enough. Uh, you know the 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 it's not the the numbers per se. It's more so like his level of um, competitiveness. You know, that comes into question. Like, it's times where he don't want to go get the rebound. Or he don't want to block the shot. Or, you know, he don't want to come out of the game. He start pouting and doing that little kid stuff. And, you know, and that, that's not going to fly. You know, that's not going to fly. It's not. We also got Zion, his family. Players, y'all family got to stop speaking for y'all. If you got to. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, your mom. My uh, second cousin said he don't want to be on the team no more. What? Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Zion said he want out of New Orleans. He want to be in a bigger market. According to, his, according mm-hmm. to reports. We're going to talk about this. You'll see it tomorrow when we talk about the media and how reporting is. But that's the rumor. So we're going to go off of it. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what can they do? Can New Orleans salvage? I'm here. They want to be moved to maybe because. New Orleans is a football town. If you know anything about the South, South is mm-hmm. football a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent football. So, um, so they looking like okay, New Orleans not a by by far. I know people like oh small. New Orleans is not really that small, but for basketball, probably it is. 
it probably is a yeah. it probably is a small market because if you know LSU, go to just go to LSU game. You gonna be like, what did all mm-hmm. these thousand ninety thousand people come from every game? If <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. feel ninety thousand, if you're a small market, but they love the Saints too. But yeah, I think Zion want to get to a market that love basketball. He can get his attention, his money, his deals. He got mm-hmm. that smile, that Magic Johnson, that next superstar, everything. Because I feel like you can mm-hmm. you can sell Zion. He, is he gonna be better than Luca or Trey or Booker or them other young cats? We don't know yet. But mm-hmm. marketable one? He got the smile. He got the dunks. Mm-hmm. He got everything That's you want. You got he got everything you want to sell. So I feel like if people are trying to move him, even whether it's his family, him himself, the media, they trying to move him. To, they trying to. It seems like they trying to push him to New York. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's where, I mean, you know, if that's what he want, you know, that's what he's going to get. Um, but like you said, you know, New Orleans is not, it's not a basketball city. You know, they have basketball talent that comes from there, you know, and they like basketball, but it's not a basketball city. You know, so maybe, uh, if, you know, if they want to keep Zion, they do need to move somewhere, you know, that he would like, you know, not Seattle. Because he's not going to like Seattle. You know, that's one of the problems. Yeah, that's one of the problems to get the team that don't nobody want to live in Seattle. Like you, you, that's too far, you know. But Vegas, you know, that'll be a spot that you know you can might keep them. But I'm gonna talk yeah. about something in a minute too. I'm gonna bring this up because about another mm-hmm. player who looking to be one might want to be moved. But we're gonna talk about that too. Mm-hmm. How that can affect what we talking about with Zion. But what you were saying about what what other places you said Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is uh, my favorite spot, you know, uh, to have a team. You know, for sure, I feel like it should be a team in Vegas. Uh, I mean, Seattle, of course, but um, Vegas would be my number one spot. Seattle would be two, uh, and St. Louis would be three. St. Louis would love basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll love their team. Kansas yeah, City. <laughs> yeah. Can- yeah. yeah, Kansas City and them would love a basketball team because if you don't – I don't know how many people been uh Kansas has nothing in it. Missouri about don't have nothing in it. But once you go yeah. to once you go to Kansas City, whichever side you on, <laughs> where you're on the Kansas, they love yeah. basketball. That's one thing I know. They love the Kansas Jayhawks, they love Kansas State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you put a team over there, you know, um, right there with the Chiefs or even, you know, over there in St. Louis, you know, um, you know, they're gonna come. They're gonna come. They're gonna support. So um, yeah, that'll be my three. That was my top three spots. If the Pelicans move, then they could move too. But I don't think either either the um no maybe Vegas, but the other two markets probably wouldn't keep Zion. So um, yeah, you know that's just the way it is, man. That's the way of the league now. You know, players have full control. You know where they where they want to go, and you know that's what it is. So. Yeah, that is true. Also. I want to point out this. Dame Lillard wants to move. <laughs> you have to think about he. Well, reportedly he's getting antsy. They say so. He doesn't know if he doesn't know if Portland is good based on the coach they hired and the, the talent they can put around him. Mm-hmm. So they say he's getting antsy again. It could be media contributed things because I saw it get attacked on Twitter because Chancey Billups, the coach, and like ain't no way Dame knew about. Chelsea Billups situation in 1990 something other where he was accused of yeah. 
the mm-hmm. all word as they say. And mm-hmm. and Dame, like I was three years old when that happened. I wouldn't know that. Why would you think I know that? No. And they attacked him because as we're gonna talk about with the media and Twitter tomorrow, so I'm I'm gonna hype that episode up. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh they wanted Becky Hammond to be the coach. A lot of women and activists wanted Becky Hammond to be the coach. And so they're gonna do what they do and they try to attack Dame to try to maybe make Dame move the needle and say, Hey, I don't really want him as a coach. We don't know how they're gonna work. We're gonna see Chancey Billups as the coach. Does Dame think Chancey Billups can take him to that next level? Mm-hmm. They they got a defensive problem. So um I'm thinking of ways they can fix it. And mm-hmm. I'm coming to multiple situations. Okay, for Dane, New Orleans wanna keep Zion happy. You got offers on the table. You got the B.I. Alonzo for Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Would Portland go for that? Maybe a first round pick, B.I. and Lonzo? Would C- uh, t- t- put them with, oh. put them with, mix them with um, C.J. and see how that works? Two young players and studs. Oh. Would, would Portland be down for that? If, that's only if Dame demand a trade. Because if Dame, I'm not trading Dame Lillard unless he demand a trade. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, that would. And it's, I mean, that that I mean, it would, it it could happen. Yeah, you know. And the reason that I'm stumbling because, I mean, we're talking about um Dame. We're talking about Dame Leonard. So um, it's 29 teams that want that. <laughs> you know, like it, it's 29. <laughs> it's 29 trade packages coming. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's like so. You know, I'm looking at Lonzo. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at Lonzo and uh and Bi. And I'm like, you know, you no, know, that's that's okay, you know, that sounds good, but you know, it, it could be anything, yeah. you know, anything becoming so. Yeah. Um, and right now, what you really want is either, you know, what I'm saying one of the top ten players like a Bill or something like that, you know, or um, you want to link up with like a Jimmy Butler, you know, down there in Miami. You know, I think like Miami would be a good situation for Dane. But as far as the Pels, um, you know, Zion want to leave. So, no. But that's the, I, don't, I don't know. If, but that's why I bring it up. Because if you get a Dame, you're like, Zion, we got you a Dame. Mm-hmm. We're going to move. You can you can have input on where we move to. And we get you Dame. Then you can mm-hmm. you might can keep a Zion. That's what I'm talking about. That's why the interesting spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's an interesting for spot. Sure. So, hey, Zion, we looking for places to move. You are you are star. You are mar- what market you looking into? Mm-hmm. What markets you looking into? What other places that you can see that has an opening? LA got too many teams, but what yeah. what other places can you see to move to? Maybe a Las Vegas. Maybe they like we don't want to, but if but if Zion want to move to Las Vegas, we moving to Las Vegas. <laughs> and yeah, give him yeah, those yeah, options because yeah. I think Dame Dame could change the way. Zion think. Okay, mm-hmm. if I got I got we see they got a contract to 2024. I just stay here three years. I got Dane with me. Then all of a sudden we still rebuild. We be in Las Vegas. People might want to come to Las Vegas with me. Okay, now I got something yeah. going on. And that might convince him. Or um I'm thinking of another situation. Maybe for let's do something for Portland to keep Dane. Maybe maybe you can convince Dame, hey. We go get you Ben Simmons, get rid of DJ McCollum. Ben can play the four. 
the our one weakness because we our offense is set. Our one weakness mm-hmm. is a a playmaker slash a defender, and he can play that Draymond Draymond Green Sabonis role, but you can still be the point mm-hmm. guard. Ben don't have to worry about scoring as much, but at the same time, he can get everybody involved, so you don't have to. As if anybody know, if you know basketball, Ben Simmons is by far and away the top assister on three pointers by a lot. Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. my man gets the most. Even if That's you if you watch the game the other day, even though we make fun of it, game seven, he had thirteen assists on all of them three. <laughs> yeah. Like, even though he was scared to hold the ball, he still found a way to get 13 assists on threes, and people don't even guard him. That is still amazing. And he can get everybody else Covington. We know he got a relationship with Covington. Covington loved playing with Ben if you watched it a few years ago. When his rookie mm-hmm. year, he loved playing with him. So you got that stuff. You got Melo. You got the three-point shooters. Dame, a three-point shooter. Let Ben be in that post. You don't have to have nobody in the post. Maybe make him play the five or something every once in a while. Ben is 6'10", 240. Ain't that many 240 pounds out there. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, so you can do that, and maybe maybe Dame want to stay, or we can do this: trade Dame to Philly, so Dame can be with Embiid, and you give up Maxi, Thibel, and Ben, and them three players. I don't know how. I don't know if anybody can match that. Just being honest with you. Yeah. So them. Yeah. What's your thoughts on those ideas and those trades? Because we trying to figure out best for Portland and Dame, and you know how the NBA work. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Philly would definitely be a good spot. You know, um, Ben Simmons is a project that I wouldn't mind taking on. You know, um, there's some things in this game that need to be fixed. And I feel like uh, if, if you're as strong as it's supposed to be, then you'll have the personnel to fix those issues. Uh, so um, being going to Portland is not a bad idea. Uh, I know Boston go throw their, re- their name in you know, Jalen Rose, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, you know, they got they got a nice little package over there. Um, Miami, you know, they can package up something. You know, they always got something. Pat Riley always got something. Um, um you know, so it, it, it's a couple of teams out there that, that wanna it's a few teams that, you know, got some serious pieces like like y'all, like Philly. You know, but um but I feel like, you know, a, a trade guy Gotta happen down there in Portland, one way or the other, whether Dane wants to stay or not. Uh, I remember um, listening to Dane, you know, saying that he didn't want to leave Portland, but you know that happens in sports. You know, you get to a place that you you kind of grew up in. Of course, you're not going to leave, but you know, at the same time, things happen, pieces move, and um, you know, people leave. But as far as um, so, but as far as as far as Ben Simmons to Portland goes. I can see it happening. I definitely see it. I can definitely see it happening for sure. Yeah, I didn't. I, I see packages for both. Maybe trying to convince Dame. I think either way, you gotta. If I'm Portland, he's one of the main pieces I'm looking at. If you're available, because a lot of the he's the one that's most rarely available out of potential superstars. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he is one, but out of somebody that yo, if I fix one thing with him. I got a top five player in the league, and you not getting those. Like you not just like you be like, oh Steph Curry for Dame. You not getting like they be like, oh LeBron for that. No Luca for Dame. No, we we give somebody else for Dame, not Luca. But you know what I'm saying? Team players like that. 
Right, right. He's the one player that you could be like, he had, he could be a top five talent that he's readily available. Yeah, yeah, because what it is is you're with the trade, you're going to get the teams, you know, uh, you're going to get two picks, and you're going to get the team second and probably third to fourth best player. Yeah, that's good. That, yeah, and that's what it is. So, you, you know, you look down the list of uh, uh, number two players, you know, and then um, in Miami, in Miami instance, it'd be like three down, you know, and then they'll uh, throw some picks in and stuff like that. But when you look at number two players, like like I said, Jalen Brown, you know, um, B.I., you know, like you said, um, ain't really nothing out there in Portland, um, you know. Um, I don't know. See, it's tough, you know. It's tough to find a, a good package for him, so – to to and that's to your point, you know, Philly, y'all probably do have the best package because y'all sending two defensive uh, all all NBA defenders. Y'all sending two of them over there. Yeah. So and if you fix th- if Thibault shots start going in, you got a three and D. Mm-hmm. And if you and Maxi get in the weight room, like like if I'm like if I'm if I'm them and Dame tell me you want to be traded. I'm going to take oh. that first. I'm like, hey, being available with Thibel, can I get Thibel and Ben? That fix my defensive problem right there. Yeah, and and if y'all throw a trade, I was thinking didn't have Max in. You know, I'm oh. thinking Maxi is untouchable. Oh yeah, but if Maxi in there, oh yeah, it's definitely a go. Yeah, that's what definitely I, a go. Because I'm, th- yeah. I think I would have to almost require Maxi because I don't know because if Ben don't work out as a point guard, he gonna always be good as a four as a four all star. As a four mm-hmm. man, he gonna always be an all star. So you make mm-hmm. Mac, you grow Max into the point guard. Let Ben be the four. You still have Ben can still be very effective. So, well, uh, Portland still got Anthony Simons too. Oh, they do. I mean Anthony Anthony Simons. Yeah. yeah, they still got Anthony Simons. So uh, you know they trade Dan or CJ. You know it's his turn. Yeah, it's his turn. So you know they they still have a little bit of juice out there, but. Uh, yeah, Maxi the deal definitely it definitely be a goal because I like Maxi. Yeah, he he can go. Yeah, yeah, he he got game. He one of my biggest beasts with Doc because he kept playing shake all season, and you ought to hear the phone call of me and Kid Credit Player aka West. We were like, bro, mm-hmm. West was like put Shake in G League and let Maxi play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I think yeah, they came Maxie back come. to I think that came back to hurt them too because at the big moments Maxi had his moments, but you could tell he still ain't had enough playing experience. And I'm like, if you would have gave him Shake minutes all season, he would have been ready. You know what I mean? Because Shake can't really create for nobody. Maxi can. So, no. so you needed that. And I'm like, cause, and the reason Ben is such a problem is he the only one on your team that can really dribble. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if if you watch my special last year, that's my that's what I said about Boston. I'm like, Boston gonna sweep Philly. I'm a Philly fan. I'm like, Boston gonna sweep Philly because we have no one that can dribble the ball. Right. So that was a problem. And then we got Maxi. Maxi can dribble. George Hill really too old to dribble. Back in the day, he could, but he too old mm-hmm. now. And he did nothing in that series either. But like I said, you want that. You want to help him grow as a player. You want that. But there's some interesting trade offers. Um, like I said, Zion. Maybe he. Maybe they can get Dame to keep him. Cause that Lonzo Bi deal was looks very intriguing to me. People keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Some teams got two picks, but I don't see Dame wanting to go there, and I don't think they're gonna just disrespect Dame and send him anywhere. Right, right, right. Because OKC probably could get the best package you can get. They got what twelve picks in like the next 
six years? <laughs> More than that, man. More than that. <laughs> no. They got all the pigs, you know. And you can send them all over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and man, I'm telling you, OKC, because uh, if OKC wants to uh, trade Gildred Alexander, you know, now, okay, yeah, I got to listen to that. Because he, he, he's live. Yeah. He's live. I'm talking all-star live. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah he's live. So, but they just got Kimber. So, you know, Dan Kimber, mm, uh, not really. Dame, no, I'm Dame, not gonna like that because it's it's gonna be like a weirder CJ McCollum situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But like, like if it's Gilders Alexander and all those picks, you know what I'm saying? You know, a good chunk amount of them picks. Man, we might have to take a look at that, Dame. I ain't gonna. Like but you know, other than that, if it's something that like somebody can't refuse, okay, see what be more. Yeah, because if I'm a team, that'll be my pick. But I don't think they'll disrespect Dame enough to put him on a team he probably don't want to be on. And I don't know if he want to be right. on the team because Dame is love. So I'm like the teams I think would be probably most likely Philly. Could be Boston, but I don't know if I don't know if the Jalen Brown is as triggering as the Ben Thibel and maybe a Maxi trade. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you would get Jalen Brown, but who else would you be getting? That's the right. that's the problem they would get. Um, right now, of course, we are doing this live during the game. I want to give a little update. The Atlanta Hawks ha- has an early lead. They are up 40 to 32 second quarter, 905. So Atlanta mm-hmm. Hawks are still trying to shop people. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to, um, Ice Trade again. My man has been doubted his whole career. Um, I know y'all Dallas fans made fun of him for the last two or three <laughs> No, no, you know, always, not you, not, not you, but yo, you, you got. I know some of my boy Trey and uh, yeah. Shout out to my boy Realish Podcast. Uh, they Maverick yeah. fan. He he from Realish from Dallas, and he was like, "Yo, pop, we 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 stole we stole Luca from <laughs> for Trey. Trey showing out right now, so he kind of make. But them first two years, it looked like it was a theft. But shout out to Trey, man, he fought." He figuring out his game more, man. That's why I would tell people, let young people figure out their game, man. But we start mm-hmm. trying to banish them away from the league. For sure, for sure. But that's a big update. And we want to talk about, we want to give a little shout out to the WNBA. They, are, they have been amazing. Good basketball. If you ever a fan of WNBA, it was a game today that was incredible. No one just walking okay. around, play sets. Everybody know what they're doing. Smooth, fluid. The way basketball is supposed to be played, it might not be the most entertaining to you per se, but if you're a fan mm-hmm. of basketball, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful yeah, to yeah, watch. Yeah. I know a bunch of casual people, and it's not a disrespect when I say casual, but a lot of casual style fans enjoy the LeBron takeover 60 point games in the playoffs, and that's what we're here for. And that's okay if you like that, but that's what it is. As a basketball fan, it's beautiful to watch. So I want to also give a shout out to the WNBA. Any your thoughts on WNBA trip before we get out of here? Oh yeah, man! Uh, today was a great game. Um, Seattle Storm, um, Vegas Aces. You know they win the OT back and forth. You know both teams executed. Two well coached teams, two veteran led teams. Um, WNBA is always some great action out there. So shout out to them, and um, you know keep supporting them, keep plugging them, you know keep shouting them out. And I'll let people know, you know, like you said, if you want to watch some pure basketball, if you want to watch some real hoop, some real, you know, intricate hoop, 
and watch the WNBA for sure. That's why I also think Becky Hammond would be a coach, but I don't know if I'm for the way y'all want her to be a coach. <laughs> man, I've been trying to get her to be a coach for the longest, man. And it's like, yeah, not giving her the calls, man. You know, they give it Penny that call down there in Orlando. And I'm like, man, that's Becky's spot. You know, she could go down there and do it. You know, because I know Doc gave her the root, the, the book, the playbook. Yeah. I mean, not Doc, Pop. Um, Pop. Pop. Yeah, Pop. Pop. Pop gave her the playbook, you know, so, man, give her a shot, man. But, I mean, the, the, the kind of backtrack, you know, I don't feel like Portland necessarily made the wrong hire. Yeah. You know, with Chauncey. I mean, Chauncey, you know, he he's the NBA point guard, you know. Um, Again, to a player piece, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, but, you know, Becky, hopefully she'll get her shot too soon. Maybe um with the Kings when Luke when Luke won out of there, you know um I like her there, you know um the ceiling not that high there so anything she do you know it'd be a plus, um you know I, I definitely like her there I like her in OKC, you know I like her in Washington, uh, yeah. you know and yeah so, but um uh, yeah man WNBA man y'all check that out man keep plugging that for sure. It's it's beautiful basketball. And last thing we're going to talk about before we get out of here and get ready for tomorrow's show. So we're wearing the same clothes, mind your business. And by the way, hit that follow button if you're on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, anything. Hit that follow button, follow your boy. Hit us like, hit that like and subscribe on YouTube. Comment, comment your thoughts. Anything you agree with, disagree with, your thoughts on who should trade who, fantasy trades, anything like that. Hit, tell us in the comments. Help us with the algorithm. Help us grow continuously so we can get bigger, better, and give you better content. I can't wait to get y'all get y'all in there keeping that nine house man the overall nine nine t house in houston we're gonna be lit Janet. we're gonna get y'all some amazing content done so follow us and by mm-hmm. the way follow me you see our social media is at the top you see it right about there for me trail is over there you see it at you follow him go talk sports with him he, mm-hmm. all, he always down argue sports <laughs> always <laughs> you'll see him at onion argue every day that's an, it's very entertaining <laughs> my man yeah 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 <laughs> and snoop Sorry, they, yeah. they be they be on it but yeah follow them right yeah. there and last but not least i want to give a shout out to simone biles she continued to do things that they deem illegal <laughs> yeah try to ban her <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> move. yeah like i'm like okay and it wasn't illegal before so they do it after she do it and like everything she does they just deem illegal because like hey nobody else can do that so um we're not allowing that no more can you please stop? And she she like okay. And then she does something else that no one else could do, and they continue to ban her again, <laughs> ban that move mm-hmm. again. And to be honest with you, at this time, I gotta say she's probably the best person at her sport than anybody else because I don't know nobody else getting banned from doing everything they do. No, I don't know anybody else. And if I had it, I mean Simone, um, Michael Phelps, and Usain Bolt, you know all three just on a different level in their sports. You know, Simone being the furthest. You know, like her between her and her competition, it's not like that gap is yeah, that gap is never you never seen a gap that big before. They you literally know, anything ba- they ban moves, Trill. They ban moves. Yeah. Like So everybody gap, else have a chance. The gap from like the first best doctor in the world to the second best doctor, like any any type of gap from one position to another is not as big as Simone Biles it's, it's, in, uh, in the gymnastics world. It's not. 
That's in, I'm not even interested in gymnastics like that, but I watch because I'm still amazed that how can you ban every, how can you ban like 10 moves somebody do just because nobody else can do it? And she still yeah. win the championship. Yeah. Yeah, man. They was talking about um judging her, like like scoring her different because the things were too easy. So they was gonna, you know, dock her some points for doing easy stuff. And it's like, you know, like what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what are you talking about? This so I don't I but uh, I watch, I you know, I I don't like I'm not a gymnastics guy, you know, but Man. you know, uh, throughout the throughout the Olympics, I mean you seen like the Dominique Dolls, Dominique Mucianos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, the um what's my girl name? Who who was the last one? The one that was doing the Dougie. Um From UCLA? No, nah, um, oh. the black girl. I can't remember her. But you know, it it'd be um yeah. I can't think of a name uh, right now. Either. Yeah, I, mean, I can't think of a name. But see that, but you know, we we see we see USA dominate that sport. Is really my point. Yeah, you know, it's like when we go to the Olympics. Okay, gymnastics. You know, um, we go walk away with some goals, whoever it is. But with Simone, it, it's totally different. Totally different. It's crazy. You said if she do the same with somebody else, they got docker points because she's so good. Yeah, that's what they were saying. It was like, you know, since, you know, uh, like pretty much she was flawless, yeah. you know, so um, we just got to, we got to judge her tougher. We got to judge her kind of, they didn't say the words on a different scale, but they got to judge her on a different scale. And I'm like, well, you don't get no crazier than that. That's like saying if LeBron James make a layup or a dunk because he's so much better than everybody else, we gotta give him one point instead of two. Yeah, yeah, it's one point. It's one point with LeBron dunk because he's so much better than everybody else. Uh, what are you talking about? Or Patrick Mahomes every time he throw a touchdown, we give him four points. Him and Tom Brady yeah, get four, four points instead of seven. Yeah, like, what? But that's the that's the level she on. Like we gotta dock her points for doing what everybody else do because she's so much better, and we gotta ban moves. I'm like, that's in the same level. I, so I want to give her her flowers because she just won a national championship. I don't know if she's doing the Olympics, but is she going to yeah, win that yeah. too? For um, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to finish off on this. We've been talking a lot of basketball. Let's talk about something I didn't even tell you I'm going to talk about. Let's, let's talk about the Olympic team. How you think we look? <laughs> man, you better come with it, man. <laughs> you better come with it, man, because if they don't come back with that goal, Boy, it is on. It is on. Because that old 4 team didn't come back with that goal. But we didn't have the Twitter. And, you know, we didn't have the social media. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they, they pretty much slid by. But, man, this team, uh, this team don't look as good as the, the teams of the past, man. For real. I, I tell my boy, he said this team in box office. I compare this team to a team when LeBron and Melo them was 18 and they, lost, and they got bronze. Yeah, the 014. Yeah. yeah. That one I compare this team to that because all the young stars in it. You got the Tatums yeah. and all the twenty five and under. You don't have the LeBrons and the Chris Pauls and the leaders that you normally have. So And, and that's the thing, because you know everybody um knocks K D leadership, knocks Harden leadership. Yeah. You know, no you know, no guys they're not they're not gonna lock in. Cause the thing is about the Olympic team is that yeah, you could go out there with a great collection of players. But you gotta have the leader that tells everybody to lock in. You know what I'm saying? Like the dream team had that in Jordan Magic. You know, they their team was pretty much built on that. Did you see you that? Know, when, them practices, they was trying to beat each other like that. 
Dell's locked in, man. Dell's locked in. You know, when Kobe came back on the team, you know, they was locked in. You feel me? And the yeah. problem with that 014 was they really didn't have the leadership to lock in. You know, it was Marbury, Tim Duncan, AI. You know what I'm saying? Them boys out there having fun. They ain't what Grease. That was the Grease. And Tim Duncan ain't yeah. that type of leader to just be like, you know, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Grease. I ain't sure. But yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Tim Duncan not that not that tight. So um, so you know, but you gotta have that strong leadership to get through to get through it. And I don't see the leadership. That's why I question the team. I don't see the leadership. I see a great collection of basketball players, but I don't see like if you know we down ten, you know midway through the third, somebody go you know step up and and lead. I don't see that. Yeah, um, I think they're gonna try to depend on Tatum and um Booker. I think Booker said he's gonna do it. Yeah, Booker in there. Yeah, Tatum, you know, um, Trey yeah, Young yeah, was Trey on now. No, Trey. Oh, Trey. Oh, I didn't see Trey on okay. that. So I know Tatum and Booker are gonna be the big scorers for a team. They took a step this year. Maybe they take a step in the Olympics too. I know you don't have Olympic mellow. I know people say. Yeah, no, no Olympic mellow. But I mean, you know, hard, <laughs> you got Olympic hard Kevin, out there. Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Love out there. Um, they gonna have Dame out there. Okay. You know, um, yeah, yeah. That's and, and another thing I was looking at is that they don't really have too many point guards. Like Zach Levine out there, Draymond, you know, it's like it's not a lot of it's a lot of people that can handle the ball, but it's not a lot of ball handlers, if that makes sense. I know, you know I'm, I'm gonna go in that too when you get through and then we're gonna be done. Oh, yeah, no, no but um, yeah, they I, I just that's just something that I noticed that I didn't see to explain what y'all were talking about is he talking about floor generals basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was compa- exactly. when I was comparing. Shake Milton, like, oh, Shake Milton can dribble. What you He's not really a playmaker. He's not a floor general. He can get, he can dribble to get his own shot. That mm-hmm. Kyrie can do the same thing. He can dribble to get his own shot, but you don't, Kyrie kind of a playmaker, but he's not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, even James Harden is, he get a lot of assists, but at the same time, he get them run assists where he just hold the ball in the last minute, he get open, he pass it. But floor generals is like, what people don't give Mike Conley credit for. They don't see the stats. Mike Conley, like Mike Conley don't get these stats. Mike Conley mm-hmm. healthy, that Utah series might be different. Not sure. Because he control pace. I even give Ben this credit whenever he's on his mind, right? He can control pace. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley does it. Chris Paul does that. Mm-hmm. They can, well, okay, we need to speed the game up. Okay, I can do it. Okay, I can slow the game down. I can do it. Okay, we need to get these people in this spot. I can do it. And Trail said they don't have that because Zach Levine and Dame, Dame, like, I'm getting my shot off. Zach Levine, I'm getting my shot off. No. Y'all just get y'all the way y'all get it. Yeah. Instead of having that Chris Paul, Mike Conley, that type of player that I'm going to set everybody up. Like, okay, you need to get your touch because when I was playing point guard, I always made sure my purpose was to get, make sure everybody get a touch. Because if, yeah. if that dude don't get a touch, he going he gonna to zone out of the game. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing about right now. We try to get everybody to touch. That was Josh Cole was always yelling about when we play. Mm-hmm. Everybody need to touch the ball, man, so they get in the game, man. Because if you if you somebody don't get the ball, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll zone out, man. Let, let somebody be on the court for five minutes and don't touch the ball. Yeah. So you do need It'll that. It'll be a lapse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they get the ball and they don't know what to do with it. So that's, <laughs> that's what Trey was talking about when he's talking about they got people that can ball handle but don't ball handle so that's all they want 
Anything else we see is 50 to 46, three minutes in the second half of the Atlanta game. Atlanta might take it. They might not. And I'm surprised it's that close. Man. You know, I just I said Bucks in five. So I'm surprised them boys even out there like that, man. So, uh, you know, we're going to see what they got in the second half. But, man, I'm proud of Nate Miller, man. I'm proud of Trey Young, the whole Hawks, you know. They um they did a lot of work this offseason, man. They were they didn't make the bubble. You know, they went and got some vets, some real basketball IQs to put around Trey Young. High basketball. Uh, they got yeah, high high basketball IQs. They went and got um, you know, Capella, he eat boards, you know, he he's double one in them. Bogdan. So. Bogdan? Yeah. Bogdan. Yeah, yeah. Bogdan, you know, just some real solid vets who Gallinari. Um, uh, you know, they had Rondo trading him. Um, who else I'm missing? I think I'm missing somebody else. But the growth of John got... Collins was big too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's my man. That's what I'm looking for, John Collins. Yeah, you know him stepping up with John playing for that max. So you know you go get you go get everything you get out of him. And um, the yeah, the I mean they whole thing, man. They. They set it up. They set it up for Trey to make this run. So, um, you know, it's great to see. It goes back to what we're talking about, Trey versus Luke, and how they said they fleeced him. Like, and sometimes, and that's what Luke, I think, when looking in this offseason, hey, that Trey Young better team around him with Gallinari and all these shooters. Can I get something similar? So that's what he's going to be looking for. He got Tim Hardaway. I know he liked Tim, but uh, he needs some different type of, maybe some more cutters too. So when he do that little – Move, he can cut. But he looking for that. And I want to, before we go, I want to give a shout out to DeAndre Aiden. He said Chris Paul is the biggest reason for his game change. He was tough on me. He, he was my big brother. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for him because he was huge in my development. And you can see it. I bring it up last week. Chris Paul was on his neck the first game of the season screaming at him every play. And now you see it coming back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Chris Paul, you know what he's doing. Yeah. You know, if you uh, if you pick any point guard in NBA history, you know, it'd be a lot of point guards, but Chris Paul is be one of the very few that you'd be like, yeah, he know what he's doing. And I think maybe being us and other players that might not be getting the growth they should, should need somebody like that to be on their head. And make him do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you great. You need to do this and get to it, bro. And stop comparing. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, that yeah, that was um, that was a problem. Phoenix is that they didn't have that veteran leader. You know, Booker was the vet, and you know he just never had nobody around him like that. You know, to on that level. You know, him and they didn't have nobody on that level. So to get Chris Paul, um, they had the talent, but they just didn't have the direction. Chris Paul's the direction. And I'm even seeing the growth with Cameron Payne. So even after Chris Paul leaves. That's, they still got a whole squad that's going to be there for years to come. And Cameron Payne for a long time. Another one of them OKC picks, man. Yeah, 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 man. I used, man, I said for the long, Cameron Payne, the stars play in the league. You know, I said that for about three or four years, man. You know, so yeah, I'm one of them people, Cameron Payne, you know, giving them buckets too. Because uh, I said, man, if I could pick anybody in the NBA, I'd pick Cameron Payne. I'd be him one on one. For sure. So, you know, but he put in that work, man. He, he all, all. Yeah. That's why I tell everybody, man, you don't count these players out till you know 100%. Because he used to just be the dude that danced with Westbrook on the bench. Yeah. He 
put in that work, man. So shout out to him. But Trey Young is going crazy right now. It's 56 to 46. We're about to get out of here. It's almost halftime. Atlanta shocking the world again. Make me a lie. Oh, I'm again. I just know what I know for basketball, but y'all boys' heart is showing me something right now. And that's what basketball for, man. Because be honest, yeah. we don't man, nobody can tell you what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, real talk. We don't know, bro. We just out here talking. We just know what we know based on skill level and everything else and what should happen, but the player gotta play. And Ice Trey said he got that he got that thing beating in his chest. But you can't yeah, you can't you can't deny heart, man. So that's one thing you can't do. And that's why I tell everybody to keep stumping. Why? Because you could be Cameron Payne. When people say you can't play, you can be Reggie Jackson, who they criticized last year, and you're playing yep. great this year. You could be doubted, and everybody could say Atlanta shouldn't won the first series in the playoffs, and they maybe on their way to the championship. And yep. like I said, something amazing happens. Don't quit because right before, right when you quit, it's the week or the month that something amazing in your life can happen. So don't stop. Keep chasing your dreams and your goals. And we out. This is West 299 Sports. Follow us and follow my guy Trey right there. Trey of TA850. I said Trey because he's he just I think he just hit another. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 right. so see y'all tomorrow. Trey will be back with me tomorrow. That's we were right. again. We shooting this right after. So hit that like button, hit that subscribe button real quick. Okay, okay. peace. Peace. <laughs>